0: Hey there everyone, you're listening to Wrestling With Film. Wanted to give you a quick little disclaimer before the episode started. So when we were testing the mics before we started recording, everything sounded great. And then as we were recording, apparently Jake's microphone got a bit echoey. We tried to fix it during the editing, and unfortunately we couldn't. We apologize in advance for that inconvenience. Hopefully it doesn't distract you from the overall quality of what we think is an amazing interview and a really fun discussion about the news and events in the wrestling world over the past week. We have purchased a new mic to make sure that this issue doesn't happen again with the interviews that we have coming up, so please enjoy the episode, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Hey there, everyone. You're listening to Wrestling With Film. I'm your host, Bentley. And I'm your host, Will. And I'm your guest, Jake Murphy. And today we're going to be talking about the Ninja Turtle movies, but we just had so much fun talking to Jake that this is actually going to be a very wrestling-centric episode. There's a lot of news to cover around the world. Who would have thought we would have had a
1: wrestling-centric episode when our guest is a wrestler?
2: <laughs>
0: Ooh. It was kind of unexpected, right?
1: Yes. <laughs> I don't think any of us saw... our discussion being wrestling focused but it just naturally happened to be that way
0: <laughs> so we're going to talk about all the wrestling news that happened in the world this past week we're going to talk to jake about his career his journeys his inspirations it's going to be a very exciting episode we hope you all enjoy it stay tuned everyone thank you so much for sticking with us so i think it's time we just jump right into the news so much has happened this past week we've had a very big week across all three of the major
1: promotions we had wwe sneaking in a couple more matches for the extreme rules match i don't know what the eye for an eye match will be but seth rollins and Rey mysterio were
0: gonna be poking each other's eyeballs <laughs> so that'll be a horror show that's gonna be a crazy match then new japan had all kinds of news and events all happen. kinds of fun stuff the new <laughs> japan cup tournament
1: is done evil has won it for the first time in his career defeating Kazushka okada i'm not gonna lie, i was really worried okada was gonna get it for the third time and i was like Ugh. <laughs>
0: and i think honestly i think the reason that evil won is that we mentioned him in the last podcast
1: yes yeah
3: you guys got a mole
0: yeah so <laughs> I think that's. I think if we mention you in the podcast, you're going to have great success. So, y'all should reach out comes. to us.
1: <laughs> you know who would be a great fit for Bullet Club? Jake Murphy. <laughs> I threw up in my mouth a little bit.
2: <laughs>
1: Shooters McGee, Jake Murphy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But then on top of that, uh, Fighter Fest concluded as well.
1: Yes, so Fighter Fest is done. Brian Cage is the new FTW heavyweight champion. Taz brought his old belt from that one ECW run where he was like, screw Shane Douglas in your belt. I have my own belt. And it was way cooler when Shane Douglas did it the first time. Yeah. (laughs) But he gave that to Cage, but I'm not sure why because Cage literally is just waiting a week to for his title shot and the whole point of taz having the belt is that shane douglas was dodging him for months <sighs>
2: we'll
0: so see. i
1: don't know what they're doing with that and then so we also attended a tw chattanooga show yes we did we saw some scrawny dude with long
0: wet hair <laughs> <laughs> wonder who that was <laughs> We saw that, and I think actually, let's talk about. Let's work our way up. Let's start local. Let's talk about TWE. Talk about some of the matches we saw, and then we can start covering Cyber Fest and New Japan and
1: WWE. Some of the title changes from the weekend, but TWE starting things off with Jaden Newman versus Graham Bell. Graham Bell had a bazooka, so he should (laughs) have. He should have won. Yeah, he should have. He was. If the ref had just let him use the bazooka, it would have been fine. (laughs) It was the ref's fault that he lost.
0: I I liked Graham. I liked him a lot. He actually interacted with us on Twitter a little bit, which he was did. fun. But nice. uh, he was great. He was. Re- I loved his gimmick. And again, this is the second time we've been at TWE. We've seen you wrestle yeah. uh, a couple of times now, just in general. Yeah. Second time at TWE. Honestly, TWE keeps on impressing me. They okay. really do. Like y'all seem to have fully realized characters and gimmicks for yeah. all of your people the booking that y'all are getting is fantastic
1: please uh refresh me on the name of the high school coach cody manhorn yes Yes. (laughs) that boy is everything about him is perfect from coming out to sweet victory (laughs) to, i was honestly surprised how over him doing squats got i think we all were (laughs)
0: <laughs> but, has has he been around before? Is this his first time? No, he's he's had a handful of matches. Okay,
3: he's still relatively new.
0: He's so good. And we actually talked about this. Uh, our big dream is to shadow book uh, TWE. <laughs> I
1: just the the moment I saw him, I was getting food from the concession stand, and I heard the music, and I popped my head around, and I saw him just spinning around in the ring, and it looked like the. Baby of Bill Alfonso from ECW.
0: (laughs) I loved it. And so our our shadow booking, we're going to keep on planting seeds inside of all of y'all's minds, Mm. is Cody Manhorn, the coach, versus Rob Kiljoy.
1: Squat versus quack. I mean, I would be into that. (laughs) I would totally be into that.
0: I think that would be a wonderful
1: match. Mm. But I don't know, because... It seems like someone's a little too much of a coward to book Nick Gage versus Brett Ison. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure who it is, but I just sense a lot of cowardice from the booking <laughs> <community.
2: Yeah. laughs>
0: There are a couple other matches, but I think we really want to get to the main event, mm. which was Brett Ison and Bailey versus Luther and Jake Murphy. Yeah. Who, the white-hot, baby-faced Jake Murphy.
1: (laughs) Lutha needed someone with upstanding morals and virtues to show him the right path to victory. And it worked out because the winners were Lutha and beacon of morality Jake Murphy. Paragon of Virtue. Defeating <laughs> Brett Eisen and the Bailey Blake, king. the uh, Fallen King. Why yeah. doesn't he do that?
0: We worked really hard to get Human Shotgun over.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, someone else tried to get the Pitbull chant going, and like we're, we're not playing along with no. this. Human Shotgun. I refuse. Human <laughs> Shotgun is the name. We want to get it so over that he's forced to drop the Pitbull gimmick. That's uh-huh. the goal. That's <laughs> The end or, goal is Brett Eisen to be Brett Ison, the human shotgun.
1: Jaden's gonna pull some heavy strings and book like the musician Pitbull versus Brett Ison for For the title. A Pitbull ladder match and Brett will lose.
0: <laughs> and he can no longer be Pitbull. Oh,
1: Alright. Or whichever one of the Pitbulls from ECW
3: is still alive.
0: <laughs> the fans at TWE are fantastic. There's this one lady that is mad as all get like handsome Roger. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm convinced one of these days she's gonna swing on him.
1: <laughs> oh yes. yeah. Roger is the king heat magnet, man. <laughs> but no, he was just working the crowd so well.
0: Yeah. Second week in a row, TWE has definitely impressed me. I do have one major complaint mm. about it though, is the MVP of the last show wasn't there. The ring boy. Yeah, um, where was the ring boy that was cleaning the ropes well, from the he last told you. show? Oh, he
1: moved. Remember? Oh, he
0: did. Oh
3: no, you weren't. You weren't there. So I was there. Yeah, there. yeah. And he
0: moved to like Texas,
1: didn't he? Arizona. I think. Arizona. No, you have. I Texas think West. the company is <laughs> going to go downhill now.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, if you notice, it took three people to do the job, job of
1: the one of one the region. one in like twice the time too. Yeah.
0: Like, yup, they were nowhere near as good. I mean, they still did a great job sanitizing. All right. But they did not own that ring like the <laughs> ring boy did. With how nimble he was, I imagine if he starts training
1: he's gonna be the next ricochet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bring the boy back. Have him at least train mm. and get an apprentice so that way they know like how to dominate that ring. No mm. one owns that ring that night like the ring boy did. What it if
1: is. your new gimmick, so <laughs> you and your plethora of children, so you have all these like trainee kids. <laughs> And they're just constantly losing, and you're just like the disappointed dad. So I just turn into Suzuki, and I just start booting everybody. <laughs> no. You're just like, you'll do better next time. Oh, okay. You're like the soccer dad. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay, champ. I'll still get you some ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> We're going
1: to go get pizza after the show, and everybody's like,
0: yay!
1: <laughs> That's what it is like when they get pinned. You're just like, and you walk off to the back, and they're like, oh, no, he's mad. And you come back with an ice cream cart. <laughs> Some balloons. Get a yes. champ. And a cake that says, At least you tried. Yeah. <laughs> no, a ca- it, the cake says, Champ of my heart. <laughs> yeah, yet I still come out with the black Adidas
0: jackets and <laughs> stuff, and
1: the eyeliner and the wet hair and
0: everything. Yes.
3: But <laughs> I'm still just like, You did your best, son.
0: Hey, just because you're goth doesn't mean you don't love. Okay? Not goth. <laughs> Too much of a tan to be goth. <laughs> but yeah, no, TW, once again, I think. Definitely Wild Us. We had a great time. Looking forward to July 25th. July 25th on a Saturday night. Yes, which I'm looking forward to that one. It's going to be another, I think, wonderful show. Again, I'm very excited that we get to go over two weeks. Jake, let us know. Is it going to be terrible? I have no idea. I'm not privy to that information. I mean, are you on the card? As far as I know. Probably. Been. <laughs> probably been. Unless I Unless they tell so. me otherwise. <laughs> no, it's great. It's that y'all's main event was wonderful, the the tag team match. And they're seriously just saying that because I'm here. No. No. <laughs> We've said nice things when you weren't here also. And when we cut it all out of the show. But. Yeah. I
1: was very concerned. and I told uh, I brought a few people from work, which they love the show. They said they want to come back to the next one. Awesome. Great. But. great. And they were also very concerned because as soon as Brett Eisen came out and then when he started hitting Lutha, I'm legitimately worried. Jake might die (laughs) because I just had this mental image from the first time I even saw Brett Eisen of him fighting you and him just (laughs) chopping you crater in your chest
2: it's
3: like the Dragon Ball Z crater yes (laughs) just
1: just you skidding across through the chairs I was imagining it was just going to be that but you like fly over the ropes and into the wall by the The big cloud of dust and exclamation
0: point yeah Yes, Yes, <laughs> y'all are on IWTV as well, correct? Yep. Okay, so I think I heard that. I think we're a couple of weeks behind. What is like how like the
3: WWE Network? They're like a month behind on their like a couple shows behind. All oh, right,
0: right. Yeah, you're interested in TWE. Check it out, go to IWTV, look them up. You won't be disappointed. Honestly, y'all have wonderful production values. Way better than I ever expected. It's
3: such
1: a charming venue.
3: Yeah. I'm
1: always like, it's looked the same
3: the whole time we've had it. And it's it's weird because some of the places I've ever is like an old gym. or. It's
1: yeah.
0: Have y'all ever thought somewhere. about painting a crowd on the wall? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> have you thought about...
0: painting
1: on the wall from Mortal Kombat Shang Tsung's little throne, but Terry Funk is just (laughs) sitting there.
2: I should have taken the money.
0: definitely everyone check out WTV. check out twe on there come on july 25th i think it's going to be a great show i don't even know what's booked i just know that i'm always pleased and surprised with it and yeah, that, it makes it. me feel good too
3: because you're like we came in with the lowest expectations
0: oh we did we did we came we really came in because like we've been to enough local shows where yeah. we we're like okay
1: like, well i knew i was like this isn't going to be like ring wrestling so <laughs> Thank God. But I was that is what I'm used to from our local scene (laughs) and I was very pleasantly blown away.
3: It's
0: enough that makes us want to come back every single day. It's not often
3: you get to wrestle in a place like that where it's that's the only show that runs there. That's our building and it's specifically for wrestling. Everything that's in there is for Yeah. It's great. Put in that building for it. It it's, almost kind of feels like the old, like the old TBS NWA
1: setup
0: in the yes, studio. I can see
1: that. Except way more black. <laughs> the walls are black. But I like it. I love I like, it. It's if you combine the NWA setup with Progress, right, which okay. is like visually my two favorite like wrestling aesthetics.
0: It's like a nice intimate club scene instead yeah. of a an yeah, Valeria. yeah. It's, it's nice. It Actually, feels
3: like it feels like a music venue. Yeah, really.
0: yeah. So that's great. Enough praise for TW. Your head's getting too big; it's gonna fall over any minute. Let's go ahead. Uh, I just work there, man. <laughs> I do know that we're gonna have Jaden on at some point. The yeah, that's uh, what owner got to worry about getting bigger. Yeah, the <laughs> owner and head promoter of T.W.E., We're gonna have him on. We're working out a time frame right now. We're gonna be very honored to have him on here. So again, we'll inflate his head for a little bit and then yeah. pop it. Uh, <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: But the next one, let's go up a rank. So uh, let's
1: circle things back over on the WWE side. NXT Night Two of the Great American Bash. We have our first ever NXT double champion.
0: You're lucky my wife is nowhere nearby because she would launch herself at you in anger.
1: Keith Lee. <laughs> <laughs> to the wall sure, she's like Man, any minute. Yeah, she is. truly is limitless. <laughs> 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 my wife was so sad all because she wanted a champ champ baby t-shirt yeah <laughs> I would buy a champ champ baby t-shirt right
0: too. right <laughs>
1: <laughs> see it should have happened now one. I want just out of spite a champ champ in my glory. <laughs> it doesn't sound good at all, but just out of spite. But if anybody from the there it should be a champ, champ, it should be Roddy Strong, not not Adam Cole. Roddy
0: is too spooked right now though. By Dexter Limus, which is I'm sure as you heard on our last podcast and we've talked about it a couple of times now, we love the the Dexter Roddy Strong storyline going on.
1: I'm just waiting for whenever they feel the need to tweak the gimmick. I so I them. made a prediction uh, last week when it, before we recorded that he will become the sea snake Dexter Loomis. <laughs> and so for the most part it'll be the same. They just add a few extra elements. Such as. So He'll be having like a Hawaiian shirt that'll be like mostly unbuttoned. <laughs> How does and, he come out? Uh, so he comes out on a large surfboard that <laughs> has some tiny wheels so it can go down the ramp. And when it gets to the ring... <laughs> So you know how he does the little like tomatonga leg drag slither thing? Okay. So he launches from the surfboard into the ring into the slither, thus making him a sea snake.
0: <laughs> Jake, why are you holding your face?
1: <laughs> this is great. I this is an amazing idea. This is why we I need. I wish to you guys here. could find
3: somebody that could bankroll a show for you. <laughs> I wouldn't even ask you for a spot. I would just come watch. <laughs> or agent things for you.
0: <laughs> just so I could convey these ideas to the guy that has to do them to watch their face. I think we could do this. I think I think we would absolutely kill it if we were in charge. Right,
3: find you a sugar daddy to bankroll you and show you. This guy to be a money hey, mark Ted somewhere Turner, what you doing next week. He probably bought an island somewhere.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah, that's Dana White. He bought the, the fight island for yeah. us. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's what we're doing with it. Is that guy, do you think that guy's last name being Loomis is a Halloween reference? Yes. Is no, it
1: Like 100% I, that's what it is.
3: Okay. Yeah.
1: Cause it's, cause, cause, the first time I heard his name, I was like, oh, it's a Donald Pleasance reference. Cool.
0: But yeah, so wow. no, it was big show for Great American Bash. The big title change, Adam Cole's 400 and something day streak ending.
1: 403 day long NXT Championship reign, most title defenses, and longest.
0: Just waiting for my wife to (laughs) come get you. She has a strict no Keith Lee policy in the house right now. (laughs) Honestly, I can't
1: think of anybody better to beat Adam Cole and become champ champ. Because Keith Lee really is one of the best acts in NXT right now.
2: She was shaking her head as you were saying that.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's already had an incredible NXT North American Championship run. We'll see how long he holds the NXT Championship. I guess Adam Cole really isn't unkillable.
0: <laughs> no, it's been great. I-, I was very excited. And then uh, Fighter Fest, the second night of that.
1: Fighter Fest was a fun show. But shifting things over to Uh Japan, New Japan Cup finished up and then the next day had their Dominion Mm -hmm. show where we had our three title matches. Shingo Takagi defending the Never Openweight Championship against Sho. Incredible match. I love Shingo Takagi more than most things in life. <laughs> and I want him to win every match, hold all the belts.
0: <laughs> that seems to be a recurring theme. We keep on wanting, like, there's certain people who, no, they they deserve all there's the There's <laughs> only a
1: handful of people that I think can successfully pull off all the belts. Keith Lee... Bobby Lashley and Shingo Takagi. <laughs> big
0: that's a, that's a big a boys, boys with belts. <laughs> Give them all the belts, all Imagine
1: the Imagine that trio. Oh my god. say that's a boy stable. They would just break the ring. Shingo's got to be the de facto leader though. Because he'd be the veteran in that situation. Absolutely. So, leading things back to the end of New Japan Cup, Evil wins, Nido's out there with both his shiny belts celebrating with Evil, and then Evil hits him with the Bullet Club, too Boo. sweet, beats him down, Bullet Club comes out evil's now joined them and then fast forward to main event of dominion evil challenging for both belts and what's this bushi has come out to the ring but he's huge giant bushi <laughs> giant bushi's here to help Nido, but oh my goodness bushi. giant bushi is choking Nido with a wire cord who could this be has bushi betrayed naito too surprise it's dick togo he's in bullet club now too (laughs) and evil is now iwgp intercontinental and heavyweight champion two belts and meanwhile terry boy sitting over there going what about me i almost forgot golden ace hiroshi tanahashi and kota Ibushi lost the heavyweight no. tag belts to Zack saber jr and taichi man see that tag team was too handsome to possibly <laughs> survive <laughs> that should have been the name of the team too handsome too handsome was,
3: i always love the pictures of
1: tanahashi and
3: Ibushi together because they're like <laughs> Tanahashi just looks like the proudest dad.
1: I know. <laughs> like,
3: he's so proud of little Kota their, their ages aren't that
1: far apart. They like, really aren't, but. it's just like this
3: big proud papa. Obushi's <laughs> just so
1: naturally baby faced looking, too, that. He's a treasure. I honestly would like to see them oh, tag yeah. for a little bit longer. And just like Tanahashi, since he is. He's definitely not like Twilight years yet, but he is at the point where he's phasing out of being the ace. Yeah. And this is Okada's time. Wow, they're going to call him that forever oh forever because he's the ace of the universe yeah (laughs) once in a century talent I want to see him kind of like coach Ibushi it would be adorable (laughs) and then you can give him that right off into the sunset at the end where he puts Ibushi over before he retires that could be the retirement match but then knowing Ibushi he'll go so crazy that he has to retire
0: after the match too (laughs) I mean it's been a crazy week really absolutely crazy unexpectedly so (laughs) setting up Some
1: feuds, Keith Lee versus Karrion Cross is kind of looming in the distance. Which I'm excited for. Nido probably chasing after evil, but also after Nido got beat up, Hiromu Takahashi came out and wanted to fight Giant Bushi and evil but how they oh, set boy. it up was that they said that takahashi wants to challenge for both or one of the belts whichever one he can so I feel like they're gonna do something where he can't challenge for the heavyweight but he can for the Intercontinental right and that would be dope to see Hiromu mm. get that and mm-hmm, they the set up one for the cat <laughs> yes no Daryl can hold the junior heavyweight belt because he still has that yeah and they I'm also Darryl. set up which I'm very excited for, Shingo Takagi versus El Desperado for the never-openweight championship. I'm all for them finally sliding some juniors into the openweight division and just have Shingo kill them all.
3: (laughs) I thought that was the whole point of having the openweight division was so the
1: juniors could work with the heavyweights. Yeah, but then they never actually put any of the juniors in there until Will Ospreay. And then the second he won it, he's like, I'm a heavyweight now. Ugh. And now he's nothing.
3: Well, I miss the days in New Japan where the,
1: the weight classes were strict. I know. Now it's it seems like because they're working on a slightly limited roster, things are real loose right now. Mm. Tomohiro Ishii for the next IWGP junior heavyweight <laughs> champion. Look at <it>, Gato. <laughs>
0: So, yeah. So, I think that covers everything for the last week. Take a quick little break, and then we're going to jump into learning about you, Jake. <laughs> Get ready for this. <laughs> we're going to learn about Jake. <laughs> <for> what he going <laughs> to 16 say. 16 years into, like, 30 minutes. <laughs> we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for sticking with us after that break. So... This is going to be the me and the potatoes of the show. We're going to, to talk to our guest here, Jake Murphy. We're going to find out about his story. He's a local boy done good. He's had some uh, great opportunities, some amazing matches. And we think that kind of getting that local level feel for wrestling from a, at least a mildly successful. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I managed to do it this long without killing myself so right I mean, which is more than most people i mean the fact that you made a past training and then you're <laughs> on a regular show schedule where you're yeah. getting gigs that that's more than most people could ever dream of yeah. yeah so we're gonna go ahead we're gonna jump into this uh so jake tell us and tell everyone else a little bit about yourself how long you've been doing this
3: september makes 16 years 16 years okay because i started in 2003 yeah or september the 19th 2003 and Dalton. Ugh. Dalton's <laughs> awful. <laughs> it finally died, wrestling-wise, aside from when Tyler runs his tax show.
2: <laughs> uh, the um, classic
0: Carpet City, which yeah,
2: we mentioned before. <laughs> the
0: tax show.
3: And that's where I met
0: him. like
2: at when his got...
3: first
0: tax show? <laughs>
2: no, no, no.
3: No, when he started, probably a year or two after I did.
0: So yeah, what is it that got you into wrestling? Like... Man, it was like... The
3: the build to WrestleMania Six. I think, was about the time I started watching wrestling. So that would put me at like five years old or so, because that was like, that was 1990, right, and my mom used to babysit these kids, and they watched it, and they got me to start watching it, and it was all, you know, Hogan and Warrior, and I watched a lot of it, though. I mean, I watched it religiously, but I never, a million years, thought I I could do that, because I was never a big kid, ever, because I remember when I was little, I told my dad one time I wanted to play football, and he laughed at me and said, you're never big enough. <laughs> And then, you know, you fast-forward to, what, like, 92 or so, and Vince got in all the trouble with the steroid trial. And then, like, Shawn Michaels started getting pushed, and, and Bret Hart started getting pushed, and guys that weren't super huge guys started getting pushed. And that's I was like, maybe I can do that. Maybe I can. And, like, Shawn and Bret were always the biggest three. So 97 was a hard year for me. 97 <laughs> must
1: have been a really rough <laughs> year for you. It was. As, that as, must have been a really somber Thanksgiving. <laughs> as, a, as a, you know, as a wee
0: lad, you know. My two heroes are, they
1: hate each other.
3: They're literally spitting on each
0: other. Yeah. <sighs> so, so Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, that whole yeah. idea, that whole prospect, that's really what catapulted the idea of this is for me wrestling is yeah. for everybody it's not just for the big beefy boys like, Yeah, I, I've got a chance at this when did you go so you said 97 was a rough year you had five years <laughs> yeah. of, of build up of, of Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart when did you decide to make that plunge and go alright I'm gonna go to a local wrestling show I'm gonna find a local wrestling guy I want to get trained I want to learn how to wrestle? Because in twenty two thousand and three, you would have still been in high school at that time. No, point.
3: I, I started training the summer and I graduated. Okay, okay. And the building I started at was like five minutes from my high school, and I used to pass it every day on bus, and I'd see the little sign for the every Friday and Saturday night thing. And I'd gotten out of wrestling sometime before W C W closed. Ninety seven burned you real bad. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I
1: might have gotten up to about ninety eight or ninety nine. Was the time I stopped watching it? yeah and i was about to say everything after that especially wcw side was real bad mm-hmm. and like and like i said in high school my bus
3: always went past that one building that went by twa back then and i got into music playing music and all this kind of stuff and i got into the whole punk rock scene with my mohawk and all so i didn't care i kind of forgot wrestling it existed at all and then about 2002 or so one of My good friends from school ended up moving in with a, with me, and we just started watching wrestling again for whatever. Like flipping through the channels and there it was. it was like, oh shit, I don't know any of these people anymore. <laughs> and we would just make jokes about like, oh, and then here come you know Jake and Ben and they you know mess up this guy because he's cutting his promo or whatever. And then we just got to start talking about like, well, how do you get into that? Like how you how you actually get to wrestling and stuff and. Then we remembered a friend of ours from school actually did it, and he did it at the place my bus used to pass all the time. And uh, there was a, a gas station that we always used to walk to and get like snacks and stuff, and there was like a car wash off the side of it. We went over there, and we were just sitting there like smoking cigarettes and talking, and then this car pulls in, and like, we're gonna get told to leave, because it was like two in the morning. It's that friend gets out, my friend Marcus, and he gets out and he's like, I thought that was you two sitting over here. What are you guys doing? And we just started talking to him for a minute, and then we told him about, like, watching shows and being like, oh, I wonder how you get into wrestling and all that stuff. And he goes, I mean, I still do it. I can teach you. And we're like, really? He's like, yeah. Well, what do we do? He goes, well, come down to the building on Ring Road Sunday, and I'll, I'll start you guys out. I'm like, cool, how much do we owe you? He goes, well, I've known you both since high school, so free.
0: Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> That, sure. You know. That's
1: a that's a good deal. Sign me up, you know. See, kids, so if someone, a random stranger walks up to you in the middle of the night and says, Hey, kids, you want to come over to this shady building and I'll teach you how to wrestle for free? <laughs> <laughs> maybe oh, follow them up on it. It'll be the opportunity <laughs> of a lifetime.
0: I will say that I think with that advice and our last episode where we said herpes wasn't that bad, <laughs> we may not be the best life coaches. Mm, I strongly disagree with you, Bentley. Let's you know, see what happens. Kids, go out there, get herpes, and train in a shady building with a build your, build your immunity up to it. Exactly.
1: exactly. See, that's what Bob Orton was trying to teach Undertaker when they did that match, and he didn't tell him that he had hepatitis. <laughs> he was trying to—if he only bleeds a little bit, he won't get a lot of hepatitis. So then just he can enough. just enough to build up an immunity. Microdosing. He's microdosing <laughs> <with> hepatitis. <laughs> Before the match, he's like. He's just like pricks his thumb, and he's like, "Hey there, Undertaker!" Pats him on the shoulder, just <laughs> a slight wipe. <laughs> he's like, "All right." Does the, the Lion King? He does the Lion King forehead. on his forehead. Got to get those antibodies working. He's like, Simba.
2: Undertaker.
0: <laughs> 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 don't so, call me that. So you said so. T T W A. Yeah, yeah. Now here's a fun little anecdote for you. I think i went there the one in dalton i think so i i i it was the middle of nowhere like a little warehouse building right Mm -hmm. there was like a convenience store like technically attached to it so i i had a friend that loved wrestling and we worked together when i was in my early 20s and one of our friends wrestled there who was it (sighs) please be somebody i know a, a little scrawny guy
1: He's a tiny little guy. Have you heard of uh, I want to say his name is Tyler Black? (laughs) (laughs) He's he's doing pretty good right now. Is he? uh, He goes by Seth something with an R. (laughs) Seth Rockings. Seth Rockin. I'll Google him. Uh, but (laughs) He really likes Rob Van (laughs) Dam.
0: But no, I I think J C or something. Oh, you know Joe? Joe, maybe is it Joe? Well, he wrestled
3: as J.C. Slater. But, you was know, he Joe, was Joe he re- Cameron? He was like really skinny little guy. Like a stiff
0: breeze would have knocked him over. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, okay. Uh, I worked with him years ago, yeah. and so he took us in. So I actually. I don't know if it was him or if it was one of the other guys. might have
3: seen me when I was really bad.
0: Wow. <laughs> well, I know like, th- there was a couple of times I was able to talk my way. Like, I did the music a couple times because it was a boom box mm-hmm. <laughs> in the back room. That was what it so was. So it was just
1: you holding up a boom. Like, <laughs> like, say
0: anything? Yes.
1: <laughs> it's just, just say anything on. but alone in a room in the back <laughs> so it echoes. Like the $50, the $50 <laughs> three CD change.
3: Yeah, at that's what it was. It's exactly yeah. what it was. It was and terrible. so I
0: was trying to help them out with that. And then I remember me and my buddy. I think I think he was teaching us how to take bumps. Mm. And so there are several times we're taking bumps. Now the problem with this, my wife wants to learn how to wrestle, Uh. and we're getting her lined up for that. I can't wrestle. My my instinct to survive is too strong. Mm. Like I can't throw myself on the ground. I can't take the bumps. I think I've mentioned this to Will before. When I was in middle school, I played football. And one of the exercises that we did is that we lined up in a straight line, and you'd get tackled. Yeah. And then you'd be the other person, and then someone else would line up, and then you would tackle them. Yeah. It's just getting you used to getting hit and taking the hits. I, I
2: knew that workout.
0: that's what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> I understood it. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, I'm looking at the guy, and he was a much bigger guy than me, and I knew it was going to hurt and i juked him at the last second
1: (laughs) and that's that's also why i know i couldn't take bumps because i'd either do that or i've noticed especially lately if something is like coming at me my knee jerk reaction is literally to shoot out my knee and to try to just knee (laughs) so i'm just really worried that you remember 2015 when uh that tyler black dude said something He was wrestling Cena on Raw and he hit him with a knee and it destroyed Cena's nose. I'm really worried I would like accident like someone's trying to do like a spear into the corner and like I turn around and into it and up. I my instinct I just instantly raise that knee and I like bust their nose and I'm like, Oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs>
0: Whoops! You know, like, that's that was my problem, so I couldn't do it. Like yeah. we've watched wrestling and like I've seen where people put their hands down, they get stomped on. Yeah. And I, oh, I would pull my hands <laughs> away. I would pull it back so hard. Like I, I couldn't do yeah. it. My angle is like I didn't want to wrestle because I yeah. knew I couldn't do it and I don't want to get thrown around like that. But what I want—I wanted to be a manager and my buddy wanted to wrestle. But like we went there for several weeks. Like yeah. I would be I would love it if we had crossed paths at that time. He probably did see me. That's <laughs> that's wild. Yeah, because I know I know JC's up to now? Until you said the name and you said where it was, I'm like, I'm pretty sure yeah. that's the place that I went to.
2: Jeez,
0: and that's funny that you went from there. Yeah, which I got stuck there for like ten years. For ten years, see, because <laughs> yeah. honestly, when Will and I went to the first TWE show, mm. I was expecting TWA. That's what I was expecting. That level where it looks like it's you know a storage warehouse, (laughs) middle of nowhere. I've been to
3: several of those. Yeah,
0: bunch of nobodies. That's that's what my expectation going into it was. And then, of course, we've seen Under Armour shirts. Yeah, yeah. But then, of course, you know,
1: (laughs) coming out in Affliction
0: T-shirts. Yeah, (laughs) they're all using the same three, five finger Death Punch songs. And then somebody's using uh, Headstrong. Yes. yes,
3: and they
1: come out with a Punisher shirt on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you went from there to TWE, and I know you've gone all the way. We've we've seen you wrestle uh, several times now, yeah. uh, and we always are incredibly impressed. Mm. But it's funny that you went from this little nothing show, yeah, and then you have been able to foster and build this career. What was it that was able to help you go from no name, no place, (laughs) wrestling show, and podunk Dalton to being able to go to Chattanooga, to go to Atlanta, to travel the U.S. and wrestle, to having gone over to Japan, not necessarily to wrestle, but to at least be in that environment where you kind of see some amazing shows? Mm. I heard he wrestled in Japan. (laughs) I heard something about they had
1: a no-ring bar fight and I swear I saw like in writing Jake Murphy defeats Onita
0: <laughs> It was not sanctioned. Yeah. I think that's oh, it. It was count. not
1: that's the only reason Onita let you go. Over. Yeah. <laughs> because the Japanese press didn't cover it. Yeah, American exactly.
2: <laughs>
0: so yeah, but what did, but what is it that helped you? I mean, I've been to the show. Yeah. Like there, there's no glitz, there's no gl- glamour. Like, I, I don't even know if you get the same kind of rush from that level of a show that you do from these other ones that you've been to. Well, when I did, back then I did.
3: It was yeah. still brand new and everything. And a lot of the older fellas weren't as apt to, like, help out the younger kids. So, like, they're holding on to their spot. And I'm like, why? Here? Yeah. <laughs> no? Like, aren't you supposed to be? Because you always hear in the old, you know, in the shoot interviews with all these other guys, is they're always like, oh, I took the young kid aside and I helped him out. They just made you feel like, you, you're barely making it here. What makes you think you can make it anywhere else? It's like, you you should be lucky that we let you
1: wrestle here. We're
0: like <laughs> wrestle in this walk. warehouse in yeah. Dalton, Georgia. Well, and a
1: lot of those guys, it seems like they're doing that. Like the, yeah, I pulled him aside and gave him a few points in the back. It seems like they're just trying to shoehorn their way into being like, yeah, that kid's successful because of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, it's also, like, you only ever hear that when it's the real successful people. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you, you never hear, it. it's like, oh, I took aside Joe Schmo. <laughs> him? No, he gave up, like, three years later. He's working at a 7-Eleven. But, you know, <laughs> I took him aside.
1: My favorite <laughs> is, there's an interview from, like, two years ago where Margie Giannetti's still being like, I made Shawn Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. And he, just, and he just kept being like, you know, if it wasn't for him working with me, I just don't think he would have had that same run as, like, Sure, Marty. (laughs) Well, he's not altogether wrong. He didn't get noticed because of... I mean, he got noticed, and at the time of the Rockers, Marty was the bigger name, but already from their run, people were starting to notice, hey, this Sean guy's pretty good. (laughs) But I think what really helped was getting away from that place, and that I really owed
3: a lot of getting out to, like, Tyler Sutton for getting me hooked up with Barry Allen and the guys at EgoPro and stuff. That was like a mind-blowing experience to I me. Mean, like wrestling can exist on a completely different plane than it does back home, because these guys are all trying to help you, trying to do this, trying to do that, and then they come around at the end of the night with envelopes with money in them, and I'm like, "What is this? You guys have hot dogs?" <laughs> that was that was my. You guys getting money? And and he was like. Don't act like that. Don't don't pull don't pull your money out
1: in front of everyone. Really. but it's not like Tyler would know anything about having hot dogs because <laughs> if his next tax show still does not have hot dogs, I'll we refuse dogs. to let him live that down. I'll, I'll bring hot dogs for you. Good. Boil them up in the in the parking lot. Please.
3: Just have a
0: campfire stove. Yeah. But so so you were able to see wrestling on a bigger platform on a bigger yeah. scale. Bigger than a warehouse in the middle of nowhere.
3: Yeah, I graduated to armory. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, did that, when did you, when did you get the bug? When did you get bit by wrestling? Was it still at that local level or when you were able to see what it could be? You were like, oh, this is my thing. Yeah, like
3: getting to doing TWA and just starting out, it was like, oh, this is a cool thing to do with the, the boys, you know, let's go have fun, hang out with people. like, And we get to wrestle and, you yeah. know, like it to be like the fellas that I watched on TV and on YouTube and everything. I think it was really getting out and starting to do like shows on the road with Tyler. And then I started meeting a bunch of different people, I got to wrestle in other places like like going to Knoxville or with him Mm -hmm. and uh, Tony LeCasio or going... It was mostly with Tyler, like just going around with Tyler. He got me and and Ray and a bunch of us going to other places and like... Drew Game helped me out, getting me out places. Drew still gets me out places. Like he got
1: us all booked on uh, DragonCon two years ago. Really? We you wrestled were only... at DragonCon? Yeah. We were only in a battle royal, but I mean we Still. Were I didn't know that Dragon Con had wrestling shows.
3: Yeah, yeah dude, there was they had to stop letting people in that room because they were getting to the fire marshal limit of how many people could be in there. That wow, room.
1: that's that has to be a good feeling though. It, it,
3: was. <laughs> it was. Fun fun story about it. they told us now. They're like, These two guys are winning. They're gonna be the last two. If you get thrown out, stay out there. Like, we want action the entire time <laughs> that stuff's going on. Like, if they can't see what's going on right we'll be fighting over here in the crowd. To start break to just Do stuff. <laughs> start like, break Okay. And at one point, like, this one dude is sitting, like, I'd gotten, I eliminated myself because no one's throwing me out. I'm getting myself over at <laughs> your expense. It's
0: like, no one's going to remember
3: who I am the guy wearing the, the selfie Sturleson from Ra trunks <laughs> they're not going
2: to
1: remember my name they're going to remember my trunks because they saw the anime Teddy Hart did that at a MLW the battle riot yeah. he came in was in the match for maybe two minutes and then moonsaulted out of the ring and eliminated himself <laughs> and apparently the story behind it is he was literally currently on the run from the cops showed up wrestled and then dipped <laughs> before the cops could figure out he was at the venue and show up to arrest him <laughs> <laughs> Wow, <laughs> that isn't the most Teddy Heart thing ever. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I love
3: Teddy. I had to meet him once. He was really nice. He
1: seems like a really nice dude. He's just crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I can't believe he's a heart. <laughs> I know,
3: <laughs> but I remember like somebody else had done a dive, and, and Drew was already eliminated because we were doing the whole NSFW thing. And see Drew, I'm like, Drew, I want to dive. And he's like, I'm on it. And he goes over and grabs a bunch of guys and it's like getting them all together. And he just looks at me and does that over-exaggerated animated wink. Like, <laughs> like, I even swear he said wink when he was like, WINK! <laughs> I'm like, all right. And I just like get up and I run across the ring, like up the buckle, off the rope, onto these people. A bunch of people go nuts. And sometime later there's a wrestler like sitting over like talking to these girls. Like he's really trying. Like he's shoot trying to get in with these girls. And he's getting nowhere. And he just got, like, you can see him starting to get frustrated. I look over him. He makes eye contact with me. And he just goes like this. And I was like, okay. So I make it look like I'm not looking at him. And then, like, he pats his leg. And I just come running at him. And he did with a super kick while like, I sitting in his chair. He takes the bump in the chair. <laughs> and those girls
0: are like, thank you. You wouldn't leave <laughs> us alone. And yeah, I'm yes. like, yes. All right. <laughs> and then that's when you got two girlfriends and one dad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so That's amazing. So you yeah. went,
0: you went from Dalton, Georgia, warehouse yeah. to Knoxville, to Atlanta. To two years ago, you're at DragonCon, yeah. wrestling for hundreds, thousands, thousands of people. I don't want to overinflate that number, but
3: somebody said that there was about a thousand people. In there. Yeah, thousands. Boom, we said yeah. it. There's probably about a thousand. Because if you've ever been to that big hotel, it's I think it's the bigger because it's in like three different hotels down there. Yeah. And it's one of the bigger ones. And it was in the grand ballroom, like the big yeah. ballroom. So okay. just imagine that one just full of people. Wow. So I i don't know. I wasn't counting. Yeah. But, <laughs> but that was one of the coolest things I ever got to do.
0: That's amazing. Now, and I know you've gone to Japan a couple of times
2: yeah.
0: to watch matches. So that's another opportunity that a lot of local people don't get. Yeah. For a lot of people, they're only familiar with what they see on TV. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're real serious about it, you're watching yeah. the stuff from Japan. I've been reading uh, Mick Foley's book yeah. and I remember him talking in it about one point that he was meeting other wrestlers and they were watching tapes from Japan. He's like, mm-hmm. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, That's you know,
3: kinda how it happened with me. There was a guy at TWA that was super into Dynamite Kid. Like that was his dude. And you wouldn't have ever been able to tell it looking at him. But, but Dynamite Kid was that dude, though. <laughs> <laughs> was, uh, I can't remember his name now. And Tyler would probably punch me for not remembering the guys, because that's the guy that actually trained Tyler.
0: Yeah.
3: is the guy I'm talking about. I can't remember his name right now for the life of me. He used to like he'd watch Dynamite all the time, and I never knew Dynamite. When I heard British Bulldog, I thought Davey Boy. Yeah. I didn't know there used to be two of them. <laughs> you know? And he's, like, made us watch him, and I started looking him up and, like... I was, like, Japanese wrestling. Like, I mean, I knew there was guys from Japan because they would come to WCW all the time. Mm -hmm. But I I wasn't, like, super into it. So that guy got me to start watching it. And then when I was in a financial position later in life, being able to go, like, on vacation and stuff to Japan, I was just, like, it's so much different than, like, watching it on a screen and sitting there while
1: the show's going on
3: and stuff.
0: Well, it's a whole different mentality. And so it's amazing. The culture around it's a lot different.
1: Because it's a lot more like american fans and like european fans are a lot more rowdy there's Mm -hmm. a lot of chants yelling at the wrestlers and back and forth Mm -hmm. whereas japan it's a lot more respectful and usually by the end of the match they'll get a little bit louder but it's a lot of like sitting patiently and almost like analyzing the
3: match Mm -hmm. and
0: golf claps yeah Yeah. a lot of golf
1: (laughs) claps
3: and the the collective the collective gasp yeah. Oh, when, yes. gets me, when that's like somebody gets up to the top rope and they're all like, Oh <laughs> I love that. That's so much. Like the first time I got to hear that in person, like my heart fluttered a little bit. Like,
2: <laughs>
0: and, and it's an amazing experience for a wrestler to be mm-hmm. able to do that. You know, Will and I, we went to film school together and I believe that we have the same theory that in order to produce, we have to consume. So yeah. our movie tastes are all over the place. You right. know even if it's things that we don't necessarily feel that we have a strong connection to, like a genre or whatever that we're writing mm-hmm. on or a project we're working on, we still try to consume it so we understand the the mindset and the business. Mm-hmm. And to be able to go from working in the US mm-hmm with the U.S. mindset, U.S. Yeah. abilities, with people that are all over the place on skill, uh, experience, and abilities to be able to see firsthand yeah. the Japanese experience. That had to drastically change the way that you looked at wrestling and the way that you conducted yourself as it, well. It,
3: it really did. And I even remember one time, um, it's been a couple of years, me and, my, uh, me and my ex-wife and my brother went to a show in Atlanta. It was a Ring of Honor show. And we only went because Liger was on the show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I gotta meet him. That's a good yeah. reason to go, though. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I gotta meet him. So, I, you know, and I did. I did get a, I, a thing that my ex wife said to me while we were sitting there that really struck me she was like, There is literally no difference between them and you. Like, you could be here. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, But you're a biased opinion. <laughs> and she was like, But I've been watching you a Like, you could be here. Right. Why are you not here? And, like, I don't know, that always kind of got to me, and I always tried to put a little more into myself from that point forward.
2: Yeah. But, I mean, realistically,
3: I probably had a couple years left of me anyway, so. Yeah. I kind of like being the,
0: the old guy I didn't get to have. It's
3: like, <laughs> hey, kid, come here, listen to me, you know.
0: Is that is that going to be your eventual goal, is to take on the trainer role, to be the mentor
2: role? I don't know
0: about trainer, but, like, I would... To, I wouldn't mind. You could be the mentor to
1: say, like, 30 something <laughs> wrestling trainee kids and be like their disappointed father. Yes. <laughs> where you that just, gimmick we talked about. Exactly. <laughs> where you
0: just. I like this. I, I, I fully support it. Do you think that's, that's where you're going to end up going? How, how many years do you think you have left in you?
3: I always said I was either going to get to 20 years' experience or the age of 40. I'm 35 now and I'm at 16 years' experience.
0: So, I mean, why, it, why not just go
3: to the 40? I mean, that's only an
0: extra year. Yeah.
3: I feel like i said, I've considered it. It just depends. Like, every every benchmark I've set for, like, I'm going to get out here, 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 like, I always tend to hit a stride right about that point. And yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll stick around a little bit longer.
0: Because, so. I mean, you, you've had some amazing. I know in the time that we've known you, mm. that you've been able to, at the very least, rub shoulders with Effie. And mm-hmm. Cole
1: Cabana. Raven. Raven. Steve Carino. Uh, I wasn't there for the Steve show,
0: okay. but I did I did get to work with Colby, his kid. You said that you have milestones set for yourself. You know, that was like milestones
3: on when you get out. Yeah,
0: when you're but... gonna go out, but <laughs> is there are there milestones <clears throat> that you still want to obtain? Is there is there a like
1: career goals? Would you be interested in winning a championship on an intergalactic level though? Very much. I've heard rumblings about a, a certain intergalactic championship. A certain intergalactic mystery way overdrive championship 3000?
0: Perhaps. 3000?
1: That sounds fancy.
0: It is. Is there going to be a tournament? I mean, there'll be like a, like a fantasy football tournament. Okay. There's going to be a lot of not we've wrestling. Already got, got some of just we've signs. already got a
1: lot of really big names in the tournament so far. Um, Cuba Gooding Jr. is locked in. Jada Kiss. We got Nelly.
0: We have the uh, 1996 uh, six NBA um, Olympic team, the Dream Team, perhaps you've heard of them. Oh, okay. They're in one they're spot. Com- oh, they're competing as one unit. Yeah, it on, oh. so it's the Dream Team and I believe they're they're the ones going against Cuba, right?
1: Yes,
3: the country so they're, they're the going... entire country of
0: Cuba
1: yes yeah, so the entire game. country of Cuba is potentially going to be the inaugural champion we'll see if there was this is still... a baseball competition I think Cuba would have it but we're still waiting on him to finalize his drafts but we're hearing some good word back from Warren Buffett okay <laughs> as well as Jimmy Buffett so I'd be the sole wrestler in this tournament I think I might have the
2: edge no. No, no
0: there's a, they're all glacier versus... and
1: animal are booked
2: Okay
1: <laughs> and i I keep telling him he's not booked, but Jeff Jarrett insists that he is <laughs> just like when he insisted he was in bullet club that time because he put their sticker on his guitar and then he they very explicitly said, you're not in bullet club. <laughs>
0: So, I I think it's it's a 48-person bracket. Okay. So, so it's like that, like, 100-man tournament
3: they were trying to do in the UK, and they were, like, begging Sam Punk to come do it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh,
1: the What Culture World Cup? I love What Culture. (laughs) Honestly, like, from the jump, the matches they are booking is like, there's no way they're going to last past three years. There's no way they're not going to burn out all that money. But for what they did, they put on some dope matches. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love those guys. Simon's my favorite.
0: (laughs) <laughs> no. Oh, Simon's great.
1: Is that the one that's actually a wrestler? Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: The bald guy? I haven't seen oh, him wrestle. I just see him occasionally bicker with Sammy Callahan on Twitter. Oh,
0: okay. Um <laughs> But yeah, so I think we are the managing uh the managing group for the belt. Okay. As of right now. But I mean, we're not gonna play favorites. Mm-mm. No. Except
1: for when you are.
3: <laughs> no, that would
1: we are unbiased. Sports entertainers.
0: I mean, I mean, we're also in the tournament, so we oh. could, we could win the first time. Oh, okay. So, so,
1: well, so the podcast. We're both, we're both in individually, and the podcast is in as well. Okay. And us as a tag team. All right.
0: Yeah. So we have that. We're also managers for a lot of the people.
3: All right. So, you have a lot of irons in the fire.
0: Well, well, you know, we, we created the tournament. We had to make sure it, it goes well.
3: No, oh, okay. So this is the whole Adoki thing. Then I'm going to be in the tournament so I can win.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yes, but no, we're de- we're definitely
1: not going no, We're going to win. Of course it. not. Why would who? I mean, is that even a thing where wrestling promoters consistently <laughs> book themselves to win?
2: Well, <laughs> I've
1: never seen and especially on the small scale where the promoter's usually the champion oh you know, yeah. <laughs> be a shame for that to ever happen I know
0: so but other than <laughs> than the championship, the intergalactic championship That's the what first are some list of, now what are some of your other goals, <laughs> even if I had just one match in Japan, that would be
3: great, just to say you know I did that.
0: Have you had the opportunity to wrestle internationally yet no. Well, I think I there was a carload
3: of people that I knew were going to Canada for a thing. There wasn't a guaranteed spot on any of the cards, but they were like, "We're going, and I was like, "I don't have money yeah, to the go time to- off well, I had money, I just didn't have the time off from the shooting you yeah. know I was like
0: I would, but you mm. know." So ja-
3: I went to Japan on vacation
0: <laughs> So Japan's is is the big dream Yeah To be able to do been. a match when, when I discovered
1: Japanese wrestling And the and the differences in styles And then Just the way it works over there That was When you discover Japanese wrestling It's such a refreshing Like eye-opening yes. experience mm-hmm. It's so magical
3: I still maintain that people Like you could
1: Not say that it would ever
3: In a million years happen But you could set like A WWE contract On the table And you
1: could set like a New Japan contract on my table and I would shove the WWE
3: contract off the table and without even reading the New Japan contract sign it.
1: That seems to be the mentality that a lot of guys are having now. Like, even Brian Cage has gone out and said that he has no interest in wrestling at WrestleMania and his ultimate goal is to wrestle in the Tokyo Dome. Hmm. Well, see, I mean, like, I, it, and I just use New Japan as a stopgap. That's not even, like, it could be All Japan.
3: It could be DDT. It could be Noah. I don't care who it is. It could be... Coward Go Wrestle at FMW. Yeah, I would go wrestle. Well, the new FMW doesn't rely on the deathmatch stuff. So
1: oh, do they not? Never mind.
0: <laughs> but I would. Well, we'll start when we get when we move to Cat Island yeah. in Japan. We'll start literal death matches. <laughs> like we will one up the eye for an eye, and do oh. life for a life, kidney for a kidney, <laughs> heart for a heart, <laughs>
1: featuring Teddy Hart the first show the testicle festival
0: <laughs>
2: oh, well, with well that's on hold with Teddy,
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> with Teddy Hart we'll call it first day out oh
2: <laughs> first day out
1: but yeah it doesn't matter who
3: it is it could be any like it could be a TWE sized indie show in Japan and I'd take that you take it cause like I, I think it's Osaka Pro if they're still around like the yeah. guy that owns it like owns like a bar a restaurant bar and will employ the boys to work there so that the fans will come in and see them and get their their facetime with them, so it's another income for them on top of the wrestling
1: game. That's honestly really smart.
0: Yeah, yeah. we need a wrestling bar here. Hmm.
1: There's one in Osaka, and it's wonderful. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> how to tell you this, Jake, but we're not anywhere near Osaka. We're, we're in are not Tennessee. It breaks my heart. We're, we're at not.
0: least at least a long car ride right away. At least fifty
1: miles. Sixteen hour <laughs>
0: flight. But no, that's that's awesome. I mean, do you have any wrestlers living or dead? Actually living and dead. Give give us an example of
1: answers. <laughs> living dream opponent and dead dream opponent. And why. And why? I guess dead dream opponent would have to be done to my kid.
3: Like, everybody said he was just such a jerk outside of the ring, but like But in the ring though. He was he was great. Like what the guys are doing now, they owe to what Dynamite was doing with, like, Sayama back in 80, 80,
1: 81, 82. Dynamite Kid vs. Tiger Mask, like, basically wrote the rule book on modern On all wrestling. that flippy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> there would be no AEW without Dynamite Kid vs. Tiger well, Mask. Well, the thing, though, if you
3: go watch those and I was having a conversation with a young
1: kid. Uh, last night's the show i was at it was
3: like that's the difference between dynamite and tiger mass doing a spot fest match that they did and a spot fest match nowadays was they would do spot 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 rest spot spot spot, rest spot spot rest spot, rest, spot, spot, rest, spot finish it it built up to the thing but they would let it uh, the thing this the big sequence happen and then they would do something to work a hold so you could Suggest so what just happened. Yeah. Because it was 1983, 1982. The main event was probably going to be Inoki punching Hulk Hogan really hard. Like <laughs> <laughs> You didn't have a dude doing the, the cartwheel backflip over the top ropes that that I'm like do. You didn't have, you know, Dynamite Kid... Su- Superplexing
1: people off the top, which had a punching and kicking. You're and saying a normal jumping enzigiri is not a credible finisher.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, it certainly is, especially if you know
1: he's doing it. But you know, and but now when the guys do this, it's like it's like, well, we we've,
3: we've got five minutes. We got to do all of our stuff. We got to get all of our stuff in. Yeah, no, you don't because like if you do everything you have, why would they want to see you later?
0: They have exactly. seen everything you can do. So living, living. Hmm.
1: Conspiracy time. Also, Dynamite Kid. <laughs> <laughs> that one's hard. But, like it's harder to narrow that down because
3: there's it's a lot of guys that I would like. Super, you can like, give
1: properly. like a short list. I would.
3: I'd wrestle John Cena because I know that'd be a big payday. <laughs> you know. <laughs>
0: I'm a businessman.
3: <laughs> I know because the, the crowd would be there for that because it's John Cena.
1: Cena it's John right? Cena.
0: Unfortunately, you're not able to wrestle John Cena. He got zapped out of existence. Yeah, oh, yeah. he doesn't exist anymore. He'd get snapped.
1: I would if he were still in existence. I would
3: wrestle John Cena. <laughs> I would have always liked to wrestle Punk, even though that
1: I get upset when I get those comparisons because I feel they're unfair. Of you and <laughs> Punk. Yeah. I guess the gear is similar. I mean, I guess the gear, but you guys don't wrestle similar at all. That's what I'm saying.
0: I mean, you both love Pepsi, though. Yeah. So there's but, that.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I guess you really are just an original copycat.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a tattoo of it.
1: Yet. Yeah, only because Punk did it first. Oh, okay. I was just <laughs> going to talk to Pepper, tattoo So it'd be different. Um,
3: yeah, I would have totally liked to have done that. But that was also probably, unfortunately, not ever going to happen.
1: I would have loved to wrestle Liger before he retired.
0: I would have liked to wrestle Liger. Same. And I'm, I'm not even a
1: wrestler. I would have loved to be honored enough to have th- shoved my thumb up a <laughs> Liger's butt.
2: <laughs>
1: You'd have been the green bull. You'd have had to thumb up your butt. That's just how it works. No, but his butt was so powerful, though.
0: <laughs> was that the Was that the conga line one that yes. you sent yes. me yes. <laughs> in PWG?
1: Where it was like a tent. half of that line was NXT talent now. <laughs> yeah. Or so, AEW. Yeah, because Tommaso Ciampa was in the line. Tommaso Ciampa, Chuck Taylor, uh, oh, Brian too. Kendrick, Pete Dunn, Mark yeah, Andrews. Yeah, Pete Dunn was in that line. Um, so what you're
0: saying is I'm in saying- order to build a career, you got to put your thumb up someone's butt. Yeah, Matt Riddle was line. in that line. Yeah, he was. <laughs> you have to be hip-tossed by Liger's butt because you're stuck together thumb
3: to butt in the chain.
0: Okay. I mean, I've done that on the weekend... But I was not, liger in front of the chain. I believe so. I, I was kind of in the back. Okay. I
1: st-
0: <laughs> it's
3: like a human centipede.
1: I strive to have a butthole half as powerful as Jushin Thunder Liger's. The legendary butthole. Like the commentaries.
3: The legendary butthole. <laughs> That's why I would Chuck Taylor's one I'd like to wrestle too. I love Chuck Taylor so much, and it's not one that like after the like the idea that got brought up. I was like, I'm into that. Like. Tyler Sutton's always been on about me wrestling Paul London because for the longest time our our friend Tony Locasio Uncle Tony couldn't remember my name and just swore that I looked like Paul London so he just always called me Paul London (laughs) and then Tyler was like I want to see you wrestle Paul London now (laughs) we could (laughs) do like mirror match from Mortal Kombat
1: (laughs) Jake vs. Paul London so can we get that at TWE? I would love for that to happen at TWE I believe Paul Paul London's like unsigned well somebody call Paul London I want to wrestle
0: I have his number. number. I'll see. Right. I, I'll, I'll see what I can do. Uh, just so I hate a phone space calls.
1: Suit. No, you I, both wear space suits. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
2: want to wear
0: a space suit. It's hot enough in trunks. <laughs> you can't imagine him wrestling a space suit. So no, I think that is a great, a great set of goals. Mm. I think that having been in the industry as long as you have. And I know from the, the couple of years that we've known you, mm. you know, the amazing that you've done, I, I can only imagine the upcoming opportunities that you're going to have. And as I know, I know we're always excited to see you, you put on a, a hell of a show. Thank you. Every single time. And I think that anyone that is in the cheney area Guaranteed W show or whenever you travel yeah. is in for a treat when mm-hmm. they get to see you and it's not just because you're our friend, right? Um, but genuinely, like we, we didn't really know know you, we knew you were great. <laughs> you know, we we'd seen some of your stuff and like you, you're killing it out there, and we're really really thankful that you took the time mm-hmm. out of your busy schedule. You've already done two matches this week,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, you know, and I think you got another one coming up. I mean, we're really thankful that you took the time out of your schedule to be here with us today.
3: Not the majority of the time I took out of the schedule was sitting in traffic trying to get here.
0: <laughs> oh
1: yeah, traffic is fun. I like sitting in it for an hour and a half. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably Norman Smiley's fault.
3: <laughs> it's always Norman's fault. Always. He, he like kicked up one of those reflectors in the road. I Honestly, I, I like
0: saw Norman Smiley the other day. He had a truck. His truck is just filled with uh, construction barrels. And I don't think they're actually doing anything out there.
1: The other day, I was driving home from work. It was almost midnight, and I'm driving back, and I'm driving by the cones, and then I just see one of them lift up, and I see Norman (laughs) peeking out from (laughs) under it, giggling, and I'm just like, what are you doing, Norman? (laughs)
2: Is he doing the wiggle? (laughs) I
1: I just hate (laughs) Norman Smiley so much. I've been on the fence about keeping this bit or not
0: because Even... it's just fucking traffic. But now with Norman, I don't know. <laughs> with Norman, now we have to. We <laughs> gotta generate heat with Norman again. I'd man. hate this is Norman Smiley
3: is your guys' Montreal screw job. Like Brett's still mad about it. You guys are still mad about
1: me. I hate Norman Smiley more than I hate Goldberg.
0: <laughs> but you know, we are extremely thankful for your time. Now, glad you had me on. How. If, if, if someone's listening to this and they're like, hey, that Jake Murphy guy, sounds like a cool guy, love his his bits, want to find more of him, where can they get a hold of you?
3: Um, if you want to book me, please book me.
0: If you want to book me, you get me.
3: I have a my professional Facebook page, Jake Murphy, J-A-Y-K-E-M-U-R-P-H-Y. I'm pretty good about getting back to anybody that ever tries to get to me through there. Perfect.
0: And if you're in Japan and you are looking for someone... Book the man. Let his dreams become a reality. Be 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 my Shia Shia
1: LaBeouf, please. (laughs) Be his Shia LaBeouf and see just the positivity and (laughs) upstanding morals that just the virtue out of this man. Yeah. The I'll come in and wrestle
3: Yoshi Yoshiniku. What's the, the... Yoshihiku? Yes, I'll,
1: I'll put Yoshihiku over a I...
3: million dollars.
0: Well, you don't have a choice in it. I mean yeah. Yoshihiku
1: is Yoshihiku is known for making like turning matches into a shoot. Oh yeah? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll be as valuable as possible, to Yoshihiku. <laughs> I will be as business as Yoshihiku allows
3: me to be. Good. That's good. Hopefully so it'll make me a star done. over there if I can go. I want to. I want to outdo the match that Ibushi had with Yoshi. Oh, I don't.
1: That part where he just kept taking destroyers.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> There's right. your homework, listeners. Go look up on YouTube. Kiku
3: versus Koto Ibushi.
0: We'll we'll link it on the Facebook. So that way we'll we'll do some of the legwork for you. Yeah. But hey, thank y'all so much for listening today, uh, everyone. Keep an eye out for Jake. We know he's going to be at the next TWE show, July 25th. Yeah, man. We're going to share that information on our Facebook and Twitter, everything else that we can uh, as often as we can. Keep an eye out for him. Thank you so much. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to wrap up the show. Good night, everybody. Hey there, everyone. So thank you so much for sticking with us after that break. We're going to go ahead and wrap up the show today. Wonderful having Jake Murphy here with us today.
1: So good to finally have that paragon of virtue on the show with us. <laughs> but we've got an interesting episode for us next week. We've got a very special guest.
0: Yeah, we got Eric Chandler, the former bassist for Bowling for Soup. He's going to be on the show to talk about wrestling, talk about films, and just have a great time. So make sure to tune in next week
1: to see how that goes. We'll see you then. See ya.